This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Shall we begin? You know, this might be a good time for us to update our roster. Put some more firepower in the team. That is a great idea, Leslie. Let's put some feelers out, shall we, Ted? Oh, uh, well, I know Roy and Coach Beard are working on some new tactics. And, you know, the fellas we got are already gelling real nice. I think we're going to do just fine this season. Ted, this team doing just fine is a far cry from you telling me we're going to win the whole thing. Whoa! Whoa, did I really say that? Yes, you did, over there after the Man City loss. Just before you blasted half a litre of Pellegrino in my face. Oh, right. Wait, what happened? That is the Ted Lasso I want coaching my team this season. The one who's willing to fight. Understood? Yes, ma'am. You watch. From now on, I'll be floating like a butterfly and stinging like a bee. Except I won't die immediately after using my stinger. I plan to float and sting for the entirety of the whole season. BFM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn, Sharmila and Arvin. And together we are reviewing the final season of Ted Lasso uh, and this is coming after we all collectively really 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 loved season one then feelings got a little more mixed in season two and now here we are yeah um I kind of wish we were doing a different show maybe I remember the highs of season one I remember how much we all collectively loved it um, I feel like we're one third still there I don't want to speak on behalf of anyone right now. Um, okay, to be fair, I feel like the uh, finale redeemed some of the show, but I'm not happy about how the only way it managed to redeem it is to kind of erase a lot of stuff that it put in place. So I feel like there are two ways of looking at this, right? Um, I am still very high on Ted Lasso. I still like the show a lot. Um, I like season two, I like season three, but it's always like a dilemma of do I look at this objectively or do I follow sentiment and emotions and a bit of nostalgia for this show that came out during the pandemic. Um, and objectively, this is a show of diminishing returns. You know, like season one was the best and some of the best TV made in a long, long time. Uh, season two, like Lynn said, you know, was, you know, hit and miss. And season three is all over the place. And they didn't seem interested in digging deeper into any of the characters. They looked like they wanted to close off on a bunch of arcs that they built um, not properly also so I don't know objectively not a good season but if I was to review it personally I'd say yeah watch it I, I still enjoy the season very 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 much I am happy for you <laughs> <laughs> um, okay no how I actually agree with you entirely in that there were moments in the season that I found myself wishing I wish I liked this more because I can I, I can I'm feeling things. Um, I, I'm feeling the things that the show wants me to feel. And mm. I wish that I could just feel them without having the critical part of my brain go, yeah, but come on, this is cheap. This is a cheap move. And I think that that's overall how it felt for me, that season three is a continuation of season two in that it it feels like a, it feels like a show that doesn't know exactly what it wants to be. Is it still a workplace sitcom? Is it still as um, many of its more... Ardent fans would argue uh, a show about football, or is it kind of a meandering show about depression and the value of niceness and finding yourself, except not always also 
we return to it when we want to, which is how that felt. Um, it also felt like this season, a lot of the relationships that had been given plenty of meaning and weight just didn't mean as much as they used to. And, and that bummed me out um, because you just don't see people relate in the same way. On the other hand, you see new relationships being built that I'd like to talk about. But there were some things that I'm like, no, but your relationship is central to the show. I don't understand why suddenly it's not important. Actually, to add on to the list of what is this show even about anymore, is this show even about Ted Lasso anymore? Because this mm. season, and, and to be clear, I understand um, actually that Ted Lasso was never the whole point of the show. In fact, it was what I liked so much about season one, the fact that um, Ted Lasso often took a backseat to some of the other characters. And that was nice. But in season three, it feels like Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso are kind of phoning it in a bit. Um, he's not really there. He's not really a part of much. Um, the relationships that I had grown to love, his conversations with Rebecca, um, his little interactions with Keely, um, even the, him and Beard, uh, having a beer together and sort of talking about the day. We don't get those scenes. And that's weird because each episode is now like an hour. There was one episode that's like an hour and a half almost. And yet they didn't have time for the things that actually makes this show special. So I was thinking about this, right? Um, I think there's a difference between not making the show about Ted Lasso, even though it's called Ted Lasso, uh, on purpose in season one uh, and parts of season two. And then knowing that this is Apple's most successful TV show, and knowing that maybe Jason Sudeikis is not going to be there for the, you know, whatever spinoff or, or whatever sequel they can come up with. And then pushing him into the background so that other characters are able to carry on with these spinoffs. And I think you can tell, like, there's a lot of behind the scenes politicking and a lot of um, creative decisions being made. And they have sort of stopped developing on the Ted Lasso character. So in season one, it was very sort of like heartwarming to see how everyone got their time in the spotlight. And then in season three, you're like, why is Ted Lasso not doing anything when the show is supposed to be about him? Um, and it's a very it's a very different vibe. And, and you can see, you can see it's quite obvious. It's quite obvious and it's maybe made even more obvious by the fact that uh, the phoning it in is very real because even in the scenes where he is supposed to be an important character, like where they've brought him back to the forefront for whatever reason, it just doesn't turn out that way. And I, and I found that curious. Um, the So as for the new stuff, right, like the newer relationships, the newer bonds that were built... I think that the show was successful in some and less so in others. Um, so I'm just going to say it. I don't think Ted Lasso, the show, um, and the guy actually, knows what to do with women. <laughs> like there's, no, um, there's no real sensitivity or understanding for the women's arcs. And look, I, I have said this before on the show. I'm not somebody who needs every film or every show to have well-drawn-out, female arcs. I think that content would be better if we had that, but I recognise that in some cases it's just not realistic or it doesn't make sense for the story. That's fine. But this show has always put Rebecca and Keely front and centre, and Hannah Waddingham and Juno Temple are both so good in those respective roles that in episodes where they're sidelined or they're off frittering it away on like a very weird B story that nobody really cares about, you really, really feel it. And the resolution for them is just so ugh, in comparison to the kind of effort they put into building um, Ted and Coach, uh, as well as Roy and Jamie. So there's that. And then what do we get? 
in exchange for taking away a, a fascinating, interesting character like Rebecca. Because let's face it, in season one, Rebecca was everything. The The story hinged on Rebecca. Right now, she's the equivalent of somebody who walks on for a couple of scenes and then walks off. Um, and in exchange, what we got was developing and building on what are clearly supporting characters. Clearly... People who are fun to watch in small doses, i.e. the football team, who I, I genuinely love. I think the actors who play them, uh, Danny Rojas and Isaac and all, they're so good. But we don't need each of them to have episode-long stories. That's never what these characters were meant to be. Because now you have a forced story about, oh, nobody here is toxic. Everyone here is very woke. Um, everyone here understands what consent means. And it all feels quite forced like they're pandering to an audience do you think they were saving some characters for whatever future plans they have and this is what i meant by the behind the scenes stuff well the, f um, the, the finale would indicate quite possibly yeah, right yeah and you can see that the sort of i don't know the seeds that they've planted and then you go back to the, the to the beginning of this season and you're like oh okay so that's why person a didn't get as much of a spotlight and person B was sort of sidetracked and person C was sort of sidetracked. And you watch the final episode and it kind of makes sense, um, but it also doesn't make sense because why would you do that when you have no guarantee of a spin-off or sequel or whatever you're working on, right? Yes, I mean, I certainly think so. So yeah, I look, we can talk about what works later. I realise that we've been bagging on it now for like 10 minutes straight, um, which is odd for something that all three of us said we felt feelings for, right? Like there were those warm and fuzzies. It's just supplemented by a, what is this actually? So we'll come back and talk about that in a little bit. But of course, we're talking today about Ted Lasso, season three. The maybe final, maybe not. They said three season up, but then maybe also continue. Who knows? Season. Uh, let us know if you've watched it or if you plan to. If you did, did you like it? Did you not? Uh, WhatsApp us 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. But films, man. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Uh, yeah, well, hey, fellas, take a look around. What are we surrounded by down here? Coach. Yeah, Jamie. We're surrounded by poopy. Mm-hmm, that's right. But if you ask me, we're surrounded by a whole bunch of poopy up there as well, yeah? See, gentlemen, right now y'all's brains are basically London in 1857. They're blocked up by other people's dookie. Y'all need to make an internal sewer system within yourself and then connect to each other's tunnels. Help each other keep that flow. So if you're ever having a crisis of confidence, you know, borrow some of Jamie's. Yeah? Or if you're feeling down, you know, get some Danny in your life. Or you can learn from Richard's vast knowledge of expensive wines. Fine wines, coach. The thing is, a great bottle of wine really doesn't need to be an expensive bottle of wine. You get it? All right, see? That's, that's wisdom right there. Merci beaucoup. BFM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn, Sharmila and Arvin. And together we are reviewing Ted Lasso, season three. The It could be the last, but maybe not. 
season. So I listening to that clip, right, made me think about how I would like to see a an edited version of Ted Lasso season three. I think that actually, if you were to really narrow it down to the team stuff, I might enjoy it quite a bit more. I think that the that there's a sequence in which Ted finally kind of lands on a, a stratagem. And then the rest of the season carries that out. And if you are a football fan, and if you're a football fan who has enjoyed how little Ted Lasso knows about what he calls soccer, uh, then there's a lot to enjoy in that. And listening to that clip made me almost miss those sequences and wish that I could go back and watch it without like random interruptions of weird weird storylines I didn't want. So, okay, the things I did like about this season, right? Um, I loved the Amsterdam episode. Um, I thought it was a nice bottle episode that recaptured the, the spirit, the original spirit of Ted Lasso. Well, yeah, but it was also focused on Rebecca. It was. Um, and and mm-hmm. whether that panned out to be anything at all later, a little bit upset about how they decided it didn't matter. But it it was, ah, and it also kicked out Keely, which I wasn't very happy about. Um, but it was a really good episode. I thought that was great. Actually, the finale was really good. Um, if you can forget about the fact that it resolves things too conveniently. I also actually loved Trent Krim, formerly of The Independent. Um, I, I liked how much more he was a part of the cast. I thought he added a lot. Um, and even though the Nate storyline has clearly not been resolved, given how dramatic it was, I thought Nick Mohammed was consistently lovely and consistently watchable in the show. I also like the the feel-good of the show. I think the, there is that vibe, um, not as much as season one, but... Uh, not as much as season two also, but it still has that Ted Lasso-ness about it. I don't know. I have a soft spot for uh, stuff that came out during the pandemic, especially the first year of the pandemic. Um, It's a kind of a weird nostalgia, even though it wasn't that long ago. Um, And I cannot, I don't think I can sort of like not like stuff that came out during that very specific time. Um, And so I, I, like I said, I like this season. If I'm being completely honest, the only way these downsides have surfaced for me about the show is when I'm thinking about it, like actively thinking about it to do this show um, or to review it. Otherwise, I, I completely enjoyed it. So I felt like it had that that feel-good vibe. Um, it had that sort of sitcom nature about it. I love how some characters um, got to come around and, and they, they dug deep into certain um, arcs. They closed off certain other arcs. And it's just, it's just nice seeing Ted Lasso as a character and his... Um, relationship with his other characters on a weekly basis. It's a nice weekly drop to look forward to. Oh my god, we are your Rupert. (laughs) (laughs) Minus the legal stuff. Let's be very clear. Minus that legal stuff. We are your Rupert, the one who came in and like ruined all the feel-goodness. That is the worst character to compare yourselves to. (laughs) I was going to say Ghana and Millionaire, Billionaire, but then I thought, actually, no, who is the true villain here? I want to make it clear that Sharmila is speaking for herself. I resent this and I reject it. Like, sorry, I'm not with you at all. Um, No, I... Okay, so I think my question, right, um, for us to maybe get on a... Get on the same page in terms of Ted Lasso. It's a simple question. Do we care how real it is? I think that's all it comes down to. Because to be honest, a lot of my criticisms of the show would go away if I accept that it is a almost farcical level, like fun fairy tale sitcom, which I'm fine with, to be clear. Like I have no issue with that. Um, 
then some of the, you know, the fact that the sets look very much like sets, um, you know, the fact that things feel kind of convenient or fairy tale esque like then then all of that stuff goes away, right? It doesn't really matter. Um, I think the problem is that the show itself has tested that boundary before, where sometimes they try and go like full, uh, full, like, brightly coloured fairy tale sitcom land in which you're not supposed to believe that this is really London. Um, but then sometimes they they go very they go they go for realism. And so I think it's that push and pull that bothers me. But how real do you guys think Ted Lasso needs to be or to be treated? I think because season one and a lot of season two set it up as here's how you can be a nice, decent, good person in a genuinely difficult world the realism is important for me because the niceness works in contrast to the difficultness. Um, season three now seems to exist in a world where everything is nice and easy except for one bad guy. Um, and I think for me, that didn't work. So I guess for me, it is quite important that it sticks to some kind of groundedness. Hmm. So I love Ted Lasso. I couldn't care less about Ted Lasso, if that makes sense. So it, it doesn't have to be real for me at all. Ted Lasso is a cartoon. Um, Ted Lasso is the Muppets. Ted Lasso is Star Wars. Um, they can do anything. Like there's no bearing on the, the other episodes or the quality of the show. Like I honestly do not care. Um, and, and so they can like, you know, every episode can be, you know, lack logic or they can pivot and go in a completely different arc. Um, I, I don't need it to be grounded in any sort of realism at all because I, I think I like the sort of color and the sitcom -y nature of the show. And I wish it was more sitcom, actually. Sometimes some of the episodes tend to be more drama. And I'm like, no, you don't you don't have to do any of this. Just be a an unrealistic sitcom. It's fine. I think I would have been happy with an unrealistic sitcom with a with warm fuzzy endings. If it were if it really wanted to follow the traditional sitcom structure, I think I would have been fine with that if it had been more even and if it could have decided quite clearly which characters it wanted to focus on. I think that's all I want. Um to be honest, us talking about the season is making me like it more. Um I was angrier while watching it than I am talking about it. Mm, actually, that makes sense. Um, I am realizing, uh, again, the the ending for me saved quite a bit. It reminded me of things that I loved about the show, um, and I think I, maybe it's for best for the best that I look back at the season and I actually only remember like five things, um, because then those are the things I think I enjoyed, which isn't a bad way to go. I still would absolutely revisit, particularly season one. Maybe just forget season three exists. You know, even though I said I enjoyed it so much, um, I would have preferred shorter episodes. I think, I think that's exactly it. It's right? The reason it cannot do sitcom feel-goodness is because it's pretending it's not a sitcom. Yeah. Like I said, if we edit, right? If we could mm. edit the season to be a tighter season, um, then I think it would, have been, it would have been fine, which was actually a season two problem as well. Season two problem, and if I'm if I'm tuning into something like a Ted Lasso, even on a weekly basis, I don't want Game of Thrones level <laughs> episodes. Like it's unnecessary, and the episodes don't even sort of explore any of these stories in such a deep way. So it's sort of like scene after scene after scene, and sometimes they go on for way too long. And I felt like, why am I investing this much time in something that's supposed to be like a feel good over dinner kind of thing? Ted Lasso is a very over dinner show for me, um, and I don't intend on putting that much time into it in a week so what I'm getting is that Sharmila and I over invested <laughs> I 
think so, you know. Yeah. I, I found myself it. looking at the time before each episode started, at the, the end time, and, and kind of rolling my eyes a bit going, oh no, another one hour episode. Why can't you just do 30 minutes? Did you guys pause and like stop episodes in between and come back and like break episodes into like Wednesdays and Thursdays or Thursdays and Fridays? Or did you watch the whole thing? At a I watched walk? the whole thing. Always the whole thing. Oh, I would watch some episodes over three days. Like it'd be like a Wednesday, <laughs> Saturday and a Sunday. We clearly overinvested. <laughs> we went in yeah. too hot. I'd finish sorry. my food and I'd be like, okay, I'm done. Switch it off and then I'm, I'll continue this episode tomorrow. The show huh. overpromised. That's what yes. I'm getting at. Um, <laughs> I agree. Okay. So, simple one, just to close off. Spin-off, excited, not excited? Meh. Um, no, if it doesn't have Ted Lasso, no. Even though I love a lot of the characters that revolve, not revolve, that are around him. Um, no, I think the show works because of Ted Lasso's energy. And if he's not involved, then no. I don't trust these people anymore, so no from me, unfortunately. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'd be happy to give an episode or two a go, but I just don't see myself ever approaching it with the same, the same level of enthusiasm. So yeah, we've been talking today about Ted Lasso, season three, which just concluded. Let us know, uh, are you a, a lasso head? Um, are you someone who enjoys the show? Did you like how it ended? Uh, you can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio and write to us at movies at bfm.my. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.